1: Have you ever stolen 10 chicky nuggies off someone's plate and then also their sussing for the nuggies? No, but
2: my dog did today and he's gonna shit bricks all night.
1: I have.
0: Okay.
1: I did steal an avocado from somebody once, so. Off like, the plate? No, like, like I was in a gym bag? No, I was at, yeah, yeah. I went to Good Life Fitness and then I was like, that looks like a good avocado in that lady's gym bag. If she doesn't put a lock on her locker, I'm taking it. No, I'm kidding. I was at, I was at my friend's house and, um, she went to have a shower and I was like, I'm eating this fucking avocado. Oh, you asked. <laughs> no, I didn't. I oh, just, ate, just it. ate it. Oh, you ate it. okay. That's, <laughs> but that's then fine. I was like, I ate your avocado. I'll give you another one. And she's like, no, you don't have to. And that was all. <laughs> you don't have to give her another avocado. No. You didn't have to replace her avocado. No.
2: How nice! I know she's sweetie. My mom was known in her family for being a French fry stealer. Ooh, yeah. So she would steal all of her. She'd be like, "Look that way," and she would steal fry. (gasps) Keep your eyes on your fries around Lori. Seriously, yeah. And she was like, "I don't know why I was overweight. I don't know." (laughs) And her sister was like completely emaciated, like (laughs) seventy-five pounds soaking wet, and. Her mother or father, whatever. Whenever they did groceries, mm-hmm. they'd give her sister the loaf of bread to take in, and then no. my mom would have to take in the case of beer. No, <laughs> because she wouldn't eat the beer cans. Because <laughs> she wouldn't eat the beer cans, and she had the the, the muscle mass. Oh, I get To it. bring it in, yeah, whereas her sister
1: was depleted due to oh, her no. French fries being stolen. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back to Paranormal, everybody. I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. And we are bringing you an episode today that is all about you, for you, by you.
2: About you.
1: That's the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. It's a long. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. We realized that um, because we've been having our hometown haunt episodes, we've had our... Um, guests on the show to tell their spooky stories that we've kind of neglected the other hometowns that have come into us, your guys' stories. Um, and we have another interview coming out next week. So we figured that today's episode we would dedicate to you guys and your stories. So, yeah. Or else you'd have to wait another month. Yeah, you'd have to wait another month to hear them. So we've decided that we will be um, reading your stories today. And they're two really good stories, so we're good. hmm Really quickly, wanted to let you guys know that our next episode we have Deborah Di Giovanni on the podcast, which is going to be an absolute gem, uh, it an was angel, a, an actual dream come true, mm-hmm. and um, just like a, before the episode comes out, wanted to let you guys know that we don't get paranormal in that episode. Um, she did not have any paranormal <laughs> stories. So it really is just a comedy episode of us laughing really, really hard at everything that Deborah says um, and a really fun interview to have with her. And um, at the end of the episode, though, we play like um, Would You Rather, would you rather? Yeah, with like spooky and horror movie ish type things um and we spoke to her on election night on november 3rd so it was a spooky time for all of us
2: (laughs) that was the scariest part of the podcast yeah i think so (laughs) everyone was on edge yeah um so yeah i would just tune in for your own listening listening pleasure and enjoy that one yeah um because she's absolutely fantastic hilarious and um Oh, and
1: for anyone who's new here, who's just tuning in for the first time, Mm -hmm. uh, our podcast is a paranormal slash comedy podcast. It's not investigative. We try to have fun with it. It very much is a slumber party with your friends telling each other spooky stories vibe. So if you're looking for an investigative podcast, this one isn't it. But if you want to stick around for some goofy times, then this one is it. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Also, we have a giveaway coming up on our Patreon, which is super exciting. Um, We have our paranormal mug up for grabs for any patron at any tier. If you sign up to become a patron, um, then you get entered into a draw, and we're going to be uh, pulling for the winner of that uh, on our live Q&A for our patrons in December. We haven't decided on the actual date, but it'll be at the beginning of December. Um, me and Nicolina are the only two people who have a paranormal mug so you will be the official third to have a paranormal mug and
2: our families and friends have been like oh yeah asking and buying for them Mm -hmm. so you'll get it before them
1: too yeah 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 I can't believe that but yes it's true yeah it's pretty lucrative I yeah. had a friend come over the other day for coffee and I pulled out the paranormal mug to have my coffee in and she was like I need yeah I need it and I was like well it's then you so better good. sign up for our patron and hope I pull your name seriously <laughs> um so yeah if you go to patreon.com slash paranormal pod you can um, sign up to become a patron we have tiers as low as one dollar a month um that you can sign up for and you can be entered to win the draw dope mm-hmm. okay All right. so let's. we're gonna
2: still do our normal format for this episode yeah. um, we're gonna do our horoscopes mm-hmm. so um, how about
1: I read yours I feel like I'm supposed to go first this week
2: then I please think by you all means went first, by all means time.
1: yeah how dare I yeah. <laughs> Hold on. okay let's get it to it Leo Mm-mm. your emotions are solid and you feel good Leo At the same time, you may be tongue-tied. You're having a hard time expressing your true feelings in the way that you would like to, especially when it comes to love and romance. Perhaps you have so many thoughts that you don't know how to sort them out, or which to disclose and which to keep hidden. What do you got for me today? I mean,
2: (laughs) it, it rings true. Yeah?
1: Rings true. Okay. Um...
2: Is it? Yeah it rings true in the sense that I have a lot we were just talking about basically that I'm very like um, inquisitive inquisitive and curious mm-hmm. and um, I'm like that in every aspect aspect of my life but also in my relationships and some people are just better off going through life not being that way and not really hearing about every aspect of that the person that they're <laughs> with and their their past and their present and uh-huh. whatever but I am just not like that so I do find it hard to strike a balance between what I should and shouldn't um talk about and not it's just not everything needs to be communicated all the time yeah you know I hear you um it's not necessarily beneficial like communication is is important but not everything is worth communicating mm-hmm. in terms of like the health of a relationship and your issues mm-hmm. don't always need to be projected on somebody else yeah you know yeah um that's your thing yeah you have to, to deal with that yeah you have and, to own the own, yeah. own those things and realize like okay, the reason why I'm bringing this up is not because of you, it's because of me. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes <laughs> so sense. being able to differentiate between the two, yep. I struggle with a little bit. Got it. So, yeah, that, that does ring true for me. Okay. Um, okay, Gemini. hmm Calm down and get organized before you spread your ideas to others. This is especially true when it comes to love and romance. As soon as this topic comes up, you tense up and erupt inappropriately ground yourself and find your center of balance literally and figuratively before you proceed don't worry about getting the upper hand what you need to do is join hands
1: no no I don't I'm not feeling it I calm down and get organized before you spread your ideas ideas to to others. others no
2: I mean I don't know
1: not really I don't have a lot of ideas right now yeah I mean, like, usually I call you and I'm like, I have an idea for the podcast. Yeah, but this is says especially in love and especially romance. Especially in love and romance, which is like, I'm trying to think of my husband and I'm like, no, not really. We're still working on the same tasks for the, like the last two months. Do you erupt inappropriately? No, I mean, sometimes, but not <laughs> all often, but sometimes I can, mm-hmm. but not regarding love. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's there in abundance. Totally. So, anyway, yeah. whatever. Nah. All right, moving on. Moving along. Moving on moving along. All right. So we've got two stories from to oh we need to give shout outs to our patrons. Yes we do. Um I wanted to give a big shout out to Danielle and a big shout out to Destiny for both becoming patrons. Um you two rock and we love you very very much and we're looking forward to speaking with you guys at the next live Q&A. So the last one was a blast by the way. We had so much fun on the last live Q&A. Um laughing for days and my tummy hurt. Yep. Um okay. So again, we decided that this episode, we are going to give back to you guys, dedicate back to you guys. So um, I'm going to read this. I feel so bad about this. I'm going to read a story from Crystal.
2: Okay. But so
1: what had happened was we had our live Q&A and Crystal was like, I sent you my story. And I was like, oh my God, how? Like, what? Like, I can't believe that I missed this story. Um, But... I did, and it was because it was sent to us on Instagram, and I was looking through our patron yeah, message. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, I have a just dis- like a very vivid memory of us sitting here together looking for hometown stories, and I was like, I know there was one that someone yes. sent me in our paranormal one. I know it, and, it and I couldn't one. find it, and it was this one. And then when I saw her name, I was like shit perfect now yeah. i can find it so i i did um you just didn't know the name of the person i just who had didn't sent it. exactly yeah and then i found it so yay so crystal thank you and thank you for being patient and thank you for being a patron and coming on the q a to and, tell us to fucking wise up yeah to get our shit together <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Crystal says, so I've been thinking about sharing this story for a while, but I wanted to make sure it was okay with my family first since it is a super personal story and it is still pretty recent, but I got the okay to go ahead, so here it is. A couple years ago, my uncle was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer and a short time left to live. Later, he decided he wanted to live the rest of his days at home. His daughter, my cousin moved back into the home with him to take care of him so she was with him all the time as the days passed while he was at home he began to grow very very weak by only a few weeks he was in a coma like state his eyes remained closed and he was unresponsive with the exception of a few moans here and there if you tried to speak to him the day that he passed his daughter had remained by his bedside She had kept his last moments to herself for nearly a year because it had affected and freaked her out so bad. When she was comfortable with sharing, she told us that he was in the usual silent and unresponsive state as she sat in the chair next to his bed. But randomly, he opened his eyes, raised a hand out in front of him as if reaching for something, and said, Mama? Oh. Then his hand dropped to the bed, and he took his last breath.
2: Oh my goodness!
1: I know this is not the first story that we've had on this podcast of that people. That said, that yep. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a guest on here once who who's grandpa like saw his brothers and sisters and was like, "I have to go. They're calling me." Wow. Yeah. Um. Now could now. Could this be that he was just in a hallucinogenic state as he was dying? Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe. Sorry, just a quick aside from the story again. When people say that, like, often they're like, oh, well, they were just hallucinating as they were passing away. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that we never, like, these people who are passing away never have hallucinations of dragons, of, like, weird things. Like, the hallucinations are always about their family members. Yeah, they're very relevant. Every, t- every time.
2: I believe... like someone I know said that their as their dad was passing, I believe their sister mm-hmm. was had passed at that time and they kept
1: calling her name. Yes yeah, as well. Yeah. See? And my aunt, when her father passed away, she told me that he kept looking up at the corner in a corner of the room and I think he said something like someone was there to get him. And um like in a nice way, not like, and not like he's here to get me. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, right. um, like a certain member of his family was here to take him. And then, um, he kept smiling and she said something like, is it, is it beautiful or something like that? And he looked at her and he went, you betcha. And then he passed right. away. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, and so she says, yeah, maybe, but I like to think that it's real and it was his mother coming back to get her son and leading him to join her in whatever comes after life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly, like, yes, I think it was. Another weird story from this situation was during the burial. My aunt, who was his sister, and he was really close with her, um, she walked away to be alone and give herself a moment to take everything in. The next thing I knew, she was running back to the burial site, hysterically sobbing, saying that she was facing the woods, looking into the forest at the back of the cemetery when she saw my uncle standing deep into the woods. He waved goodbye at her and then disappeared. As much as these stories can be hard to believe, I believe they're true because of how much they've impacted my family members who witnessed them. Sorry it was so long, but thanks for reading if you did. Love the podcast and I missed it a bunch keep up the great work what a sweetie pie
2: yeah well i mean like like you said i i do think that there's some there's got to be something there um yeah for so many people to have those similar experiences with relevant people in their in their family their inner family you know yeah um so i'm going to read a patron story Mm -hmm. from destiny Um, We thanked her at the beginning of this episode. Because she rocks. Because she rocks. It's quite long. (laughs) I have yet to read through the whole thing. Okay, good. Um, So it's going to be a surprise to me and to you guys (laughs) as I read along. (laughs) Okay, so hey, ladies. Been listening to your show for a couple weeks now, and I love it. Recently became a patron with intent on sending in my hometown haunt, but it's taken me a while to sit down and type this all out. Part of me is afraid of sharing my experience for fear of accidentally inviting this demonic presence no. back in, as this is something that went on for years. Oh God! This okay. is long and my first time sharing publicly, so please bear with me and only judge me a little.
1: I, this is a judgment-free zone, so that's judgment-free. fine. Judgment-free. I'm excited. Yeah, me too.
2: When I was 15, I was dating this guy. We had been together for about a year and decided to take it to the next step. I was in love and, of course, thought we were going to be together forever. Of course. So why not lose my virginity to him? Right. Well, when the night came, I snuck out of my parents' house and met him about a mile away. I live in a farm and I was afraid that if he drove into the farm, a family member would wake up. Mm-hmm. We met up, but neither of us knew where we should go. And the only place I could think of that was off the road and secluded was this old cemetery.
1: Oh dear God!
2: Yes, I know this is a very <laughs> stupid, very bad idea, but it is what it is.
1: Again, not judging you. <laughs> just, just so terrified yeah. for you. <laughs> okay, so, sorry.
2: So yeah, I lose my virginity in the cemetery. Okay. Later,
1: Every when I goth girls dream. <laughs> <Come
2: on. laughs> Later when I came back home, I was approaching the entrance to our farm, and I heard some rustling in the leaves coming from my right. I froze as I watched this creature emerge from the trees. It was tall, animal-like, with hooves, but walking upright on two legs. Oh
1: my god, what if it was a skinwalker? But I don't think they have hooves. That literally sounds like
2: the devil. Uh, The devil,
1: yeah. Oh my god. Okay.
2: It had horns and glowing red eyes. Oh, my God. It also was wearing what looked like to be a cloth. The creature walked onto the road and then stopped in front of me and stared me in the eyes. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. The creature made a complete circle around me, stopping no. again to stare at my face, then walked into the woods of, on the left.
1: No. No.
2: I couldn't even comprehend what had just happened
1: oh my god when I
2: was finally able to move I just ran as quickly as I could back home
1: yep that's what happened to me when I saw something frozen to the spot yeah that would move. be too yeah yeah
2: that night I had horrific dreams of demonic entities trying to drag me from my bed and into my closet
1: oh my god
2: I didn't tell anyone because I knew everyone would think I was out of my mind Weeks went by without anything weird or abnormal happening, but then strange things started happening all of the time. Hearing someone calling my name when no one was around, shadows moving out of the corner of my eye, important items going missing, it was starting to really freak me out. Then one night I was sleeping and woke up in a sleep paralysis state. I watched as my closet door opened and the creature I had seen was standing in the doorway of my closet. Oh my god. I was terrified. I tried desperately to move or scream, but nothing came out. I began to pray and finally was able to pull myself out of the paralysis state. Mm-hmm. I grabbed my blanket and went to try to sleep on the couch. I still couldn't tell anyone because I can't tell my parents I had snuck out and lost my virginity. And yeah, on top of that, I saw yeah. this thing that I think might be a demon. I ended up talking to an older friend who was in seminary school. And he tells me that he believes what I saw was the demon of death and that it was trying to attach itself to me.
1: Oh, dear God. Okay.
2: I then remembered a time when I was a child, maybe nine or 10, I was horseback riding with my cousins and we took our horses through the cemetery. There was a trail behind it that we took. And while we were on the trail, we came across the remains of what I now believe was possibly a satanic ritual obviously as a kid i had no idea what it was but i remember my older cousins trying to rush us past it there were rocks circling a dog without a head
1: (gasps) oh my god
2: i wonder now is this if this was some sort of satanic ritual that brought the demon here
1: jesus
2: anyway back to the story I would go months at a time without experiencing anything, and then there would be a lot of activity. Yikes. So this is a year, maybe two later, every night I would shut my closet door because I was scared of waking up at night and looking into it. Of course. Well, I started waking up in the middle of the night to my closet door swinging open. No. At first it would do it just once. I would hurry and shut it back and go back to bed. But it began to happen more frequently and then several times throughout the night. I started putting a suitcase in front of my closet, and while it worked for a while, it then got worse. The closet door would slam open and close open and close, to the point that it woke my family up, and they were wondering what the hell was going on. At this point, I was so scared and had no idea what to do, so I told my parents about everything that had been going on. They had found out about the whole losing my virginity at this point they pretty much thought i was crazy but then one night i was not at home and my middle sister was sleeping in my room because my younger sister had friends over so she was sleeping in her room yeah yeah when she says the closet door slammed open and something pulled the window curtains (gasps) down
1: oh my god
2: she said she then saw a creature standing in my closet staring at her
1: oh my god
2: i had also started seeing red eyes staring at me from my back seat while driving And my younger sister would say that she could hear scratching coming from her closet that would keep her up at night. After this, my parents believed us and began to splash holy water at my closet door every night and rub our heads in an anointing oil each night as they prayed over us. I had started putting a bookshelf in front of my closet door every night to keep it from coming open. All of this seem to, w- to work for a while. Then, the summer after I graduated high school, my family was gone on vacation, and I was home alone. Oh, no. It was mid-afternoon, and I was taking a nap in my room. I woke up in a sleep paralysis state again. And say what you want about sleep paralysis. I definitely believe at times there is something paranormal about it and not just regular sleep paralysis. I... I have said that too about my mom who's experienced it because I believe that she has had mixed experiences some that are just purely sleep paralysis and then some that actually might be be something something more anyways I wake up and I can't move I look at the end of the bed and there's this large almost goat like creature but it's walking on its hind legs it is chanting a language that I could not understand as it walked back and forth from one side of the bed to the other. I began to scream. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And finally, I was able to break free. I jumped up and ran out of my house so fast. I didn't go back home until my parents came home. After this incident, my mental health took a dive. I was extremely depressed and was convinced that I needed to die. It was a rough time. When I would go to church, I would become very angry. Just sitting in church made my blood boil. One night during arrival, I felt so angry for no reason that I felt compelled to get up and leave. I'm not sure what arrival is.
1: Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I did go to Catholic mass every day. I'm not sure if that's a Catholic mass
2: thing. I'm not too sure. Um, Anyway, at this point, my father took me to the front of the church where the leaders of the church laid hands on me and prayed over me in tongues. As the days went by after that, I began feeling better. Mm -hmm. And while weird things still happen from time to time, I don't feel so oppressed by an outside force anymore. Oh, that's good. I truly feel like this creature was a demonic entity, possibly the demon of death. Mm -hmm. I think it followed me home that night from the cemetery and was trying to get me to kill myself. 100%, yes. There's so much more I could tell you about my experiences with just this particular story, but I tried to cut it down some so you wouldn't be reading for two hours. I have other <laughs> stories and experiences that I'd love to share. Reach out if you have any questions or if you would like to hear more about my story in particular. Yes, I would yes, like to hear more. We
1: want all of the, all of your stories. This, this was great. Go on. <laughs> I know everything I have said
2: sounds pretty insane. I don't know that I would believe me if it wasn't my own story. But I promise you everything I've described is very real and absolutely petrifying. Hope to hear this on the podcast. And then she added a separate message saying, also, just to add to the creepiness, earlier this year, my youngest sister and I downloaded the Randonautica app. Okay, Um, if you don't know what that is, it is an app that gives you random coordinates. Oh, that supposedly attracts stranger things. Yes, you did tell me. Mm -hmm. The coordinates are categorized by attractors, voids, and anomalies. You can look up on Wikipedia the meaning behind each of these. It's kind of hard to explain. My sister still lives on the farm and was generating random coordinates while at home. And one that popped up was a void in the exact place the creature demon first appeared to me Hmm. when you first enter into the farm. Wow. Could just be a coincidence, but it definitely freaked me out when she sent it to me. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed my haunting. Keep up the great work. I love listening to you guys on my way home from work.
1: destiny that was insane Terrifying. yeah honestly so crazy holy cow i know um yes I, write in more of your stories because we we want to hear them. yeah we want to share those yeah, yeah. there's that That's sounds like a saga fuck. yes the yes. saga of destiny oh my God, and yes. your demon every episode just a quick five minute blurb about destiny what's going on with destiny yeah what's the update
2: <laughs> what's the buzz
1: <laughs> destiny's
2: demon we call it yeah <laughs> I don't hate that idea at all. Honestly, it's a segment. Oh my God. Okay, well, that was interesting. So we basically decided that due to the fact that Destiny's story began with her losing her virginity mm-hmm. at 15, yeah. we were going to do basically a fuck, Mary kill with people we wished we could lose our virginity to <laughs> when we were 15. Yes. So um, we are going to pull up a few options mm-hmm. and marie i think you should go first
1: okay um i feel like i'm gonna steal all the best ones from you though that's okay. Um, okay so i'm gonna say um devin sawa obviously yeah jonathan taylor thomas obviously and i will say um oh who played who played sean in boy meets world
2: i don't know but i'll kill him
1: oh, okay well, <laughs> well who is spencer that? Wright? what was his name not spencer rice uh, okay. Ryder strong okay well
2: i'm gonna kill Ryder strong okay i'm gonna have sex with devin sawa yes and i'll marry jonathan taylor thomas that's the correct answer that is the only that's answer the only <laughs> available. <laughs> available that's the only one great okay Next. i've got i've got good ones okay taylor hansen
1: yep freddie prince jr okay Paul Rudd, I'm killing Freddie Prince Jr. Okay, I am going to um Paul Rudd, and I'm going to marry Paul Rudd. Yeah, and have sex with what was the last? I can't remember. Taylor Hanson. Taylor Hanson. Yeah, one thousand percent. She's so Christian. I Maybe had I a sex dream him. with
2: Taylor Hanson when I was a kid. I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> it was the best. I basically lost my virginity well, through that dream. You really did.
1: I might switch that and have sex with Paul Rudd and <laughs> Mary Taylor Hanson. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't sleep with people who have slept with your friends in dreams. Oh. And I also, appreciate your loyalty. And also. You know
2: who I had a huge weird crush on for a very short period of time, but it was like obsessive? I want to know. Andrew Keegan. From, really? Yes, he, 10 he things I hate about you, but he, he was not in that movie. He the always The younger one. He was younger yeah, yeah. in a few I things. think he
1: played he was in in full house I believe at one point okay um for some reason do you ever get this with certain actors you look at them and they just make you feel uncomfortable yeah like just looking at him made me feel uncomfortable like he is not the person that I would want to like I like if I was too drunk and I needed a ride home he's not the one I would want to drive me home because I would be afraid of what he would do to me
2: that's fair. Yeah, he does come across as slightly creepy. I'm not sure he has any.
1: Yeah. Um, not to sound like an asshole, sorry, Andrew Keegan. I'm pretty yeah. sure he runs a cult right now, though. Oh, does he? I think so, but I'm gonna have to Google. Oh, we'll it have really to quick. check that one quickly.
2: <laughs> okay, so you know the TikTok trend right now that girls are saying my boyfriend now my crush yes. when I was young. Yeah. So I just want to make this very, very clear mm-hmm. that my probably my number one like. I want to have your babies and be with you and whatever it was, Ryan Phillippe.
1: Oh, wow. And I just
2: want to say that if anyone, if anyone has seen my current boyfriend, (laughs) just look at this picture. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, in the lips (laughs) and the face shape and the the nose my
1: huge crush was definitely devon sawa like that was the be all end all devon sawa was it
2: it was it was just i think just casper for me though mostly and little giants
1: christina Ritchie is so like i don't know if she knows how lucky she was yeah. yeah yeah um and yes andrew keegan founded in 2014 keegan founded full circle a community spiritual center based in venice los angeles vice characterized the organization as a new religion while other outlets call it a cult okay just yeah. so you know well, i'm so i, I mean, wasn't wrong
2: you weren't wrong no um <laughs> also i just i can't my intuition is spot <laughs> i can't let this end without um uh mark paul goss oh, or whatever yeah <sighs> say by the bell
1: yeah i should have chosen him instead he is on another writer level. strong
2: you should have but would that would have made it very hard for me to pick between let's him and that. Devin Sawa. I'll just cu- quick, just really quickly, Ooh, let's play the game. Real why quick.
1: It's a, it's a short episode, why between not? Between
2: him, Devin Sawa, and JTT. JTT.
1: Mm,
2: I think that I would kill JTT.
1: Yeah. This is the correct answer.
2: Marry yeah. Mark. <laughs> yes. And, and still and have, sex, still and sex, have sex, with sex with Devin Sawa. Because <laughs> Mark was like... Like he had my
1: like heart. Yes. In yes. The, so did Devin Sawa, but he, he like Devon Sawa had my groin more than he had my heart. Totally, one thousand yes, percent. But like, still would. Love but he him, was yes. very
2: young. I grew up with Mark. Like I saw him grow older, and I still was like, there's so much, so many layers to this man.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. We really grew up with him. Yeah. Alongside him. Yeah. Yes,
2: <laughs> and I feel like there's just something there with his just his general personality that would have mm-hmm. jived with mine if I knew him. Probably. I mean, the character. Yeah. No, I, don't know. I know. I don't know if it's. Him.
1: I think he his character was probably a Leo.
2: That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> I do think that there's there's definitely a Leo man behind yes. that character. Yes,
1: for sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I'm sorry I turned this into just literally okay. recounting all my sexual fantasies <laughs> with young
1: okay i've got another young. one okay okay this one is courtesy of one of my very good friends because it was her sexual awakening okay teenage simba from the lion king totally <laughs> but that's jtt no he's the child oh simba. he's the oh oh teenage teenage simba oh the who's king.
2: teenage simba I don't the know. voice of that i
1: don't know actually but i just thought it was funny that's fair <laughs> yeah yeah Shout out also, to Chrissy because she's the one who it was. And also. That's true. I've never mentioned this in the podcast before, but she came up with our podcast name. So shout out really? to Chrissy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Chris.
2: Um, also, we've talked about this before, by Ricky Martin. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a babe. What a babe. What a. I'm so glad he is true to himself. I'm, I'm happy for him.
2: I'm sad for me and for the yes. female population, but yeah. happy for him. I am very happy for him. Nick Carter.
1: <laughs> Are we just going to keep naming? Sorry. Them? I'm just sorry. like, I feel like I am missing some very key. Nick Carter. But then like, but Nick Carter then, not Nick Carter. Like Nick no, Carter. totally then. Yeah. Totally then. Because he's been problematic lately. Oh, yeah. The yeah. whole anyway. family has some issues. Yeah. As oh, you yeah. can see, I really have a
2: thing for <laughs> blonde, blonde, blue-eyed men. Wow. <laughs> well. I don't have a type at all. Well. <laughs> anyway all right well that is another episode of paranormal, paranormal. thank well, you for sticking with us yeah thank you for sticking <laughs> through all of that hopefully uh if you have I'm not sure you, it's okay if you didn't um but you can find our interview with deborah di giovanni our video interview on patreon when this when this episode airs yeah so Thursday. It's a week early
1: for our patrons. Come out a week
2: early for patrons and you'll get the uncut unedited version of mm-hmm. that interview which is always fun to see because there's some kind of exclusive off the record stuff that goes into those yeah. recordings yeah um and yeah giveaway uh check out our instagram at paranormal pod for details on that giveaway um mm-hmm. we talked about it earlier on in the episode but you can actually go see what The mug itself if you Mm want to go
0: um check it
2: out and stay spooky because that's showbiz baby pace (laughs) if you like this episode of paranormal we need your help remember to rate review and subscribe to us on apple and if you listen
1: to us on spotify go ahead and click the follow button even better you can donate to us on patreon where you can access bonus content and members only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Paranormal Pod.
2: And remember, stay, stay spooky. spooky.